guys, I understand it. Rectangle of mediocrity. Wow, Craig, that was some outstanding stuff. How does it tie in? You sound like a real nerd. I'm grooving. Now I'm going off on a rant. Our guests are the meat to our stale bread. All right, it is another edition of the Channel Partners Podcast, Copy with Craig and Kevin. I'm the executive editor of Channel Partners and Channel Futures, Craig Galbraith. Joining me is always the man whose humor will help guide us through these times of trouble. He's our director of business development, Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? Whoa, 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 Craig. First, it's great to be back here with you, man. Uh, What a few weeks it's been, but... If you're relying on my humor or lack thereof to guide us through these times, then uh, I hope we have a backup plan. <laughs> plan B, for sure. <laughs> plan B. I mean, I, I, I'm mediocre. I think we've gone over that. We're in the rectangle of mediocrity. But uh, let's do our best here over the course of these next two hours. We'll be able to offer up some good channel info and a little, as I referenced earlier, humor in what's been a pretty difficult time for everyone. We're all in the same boat here, my brother. And by the time we're through this podcast, we'll go from a rather melancholy Temple of the Dog song to something more upbeat to close things out. But wait, did you say two hours? What are you talking about? Our podcasts are usually like 40, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. It just feels a little more like two hours when I'm recording this with you and you start to try telling jokes. (laughs) Not only that, it's our Diamond Anniversary podcast number 75. That's almost four years of our guests spouting channel wisdom and us acting like buffoons. (laughs) That's for sure, Craig. And saddling up to the mic with you every couple of weeks, Craig, it feels a little more like 20 years. Hmm. Seems like you use two versions of the same joke back to back. (laughs) Anyway, Anyway, needless to say, a lot has happened since we last talked. You may recall, Kevin, our last episode featured perhaps the greatest Channel Partners Conference and Expo preview we've ever done. And then... Whammy, Craig. The coronavirus struck big time, and along with basically every other event out there, we had to postpone. It's an unfortunate and really serious, even though we're making kind of light of it here, situation that we're going through globally a very human situation, not just impacting business. And we just hope everyone out there is staying safe and healthy, Craig. For sure, for sure. So given all that, we do happen to have, Craig, some breaking news. Wait, wait, wait. Are we ready to announce plans for a reboot? Kind of like they did with 90210, One Day at a Time and Full House? Well, I hope that this announcement is even more exciting than that. At least to this audience. Maybe not to you or me. I mean, Fuller House is fantastic. I think you've been binging too much TV while you've been avoiding leaving the house. Yeah, apparently so. Though I didn't really get out much before anyway. I think our listeners could probably tell. (laughs) Okay, so now the CP Expo breaking news. Drums, please! Breaking news! will be announced later in the show. Who are you? Ryan Seacrest? Nick Cannon? Terry Crews? 
now who's watching too much TV? Message received, Greg. <laughs> okay, I'm just messing around. We won't make them wait any longer. Yeah, but also, Craig, wasn't this already announced on our websites? Kevin, how are we supposed to keep up our cred as one of the top podcasts in the channel if we're admitting that we're not really a source for breaking news? Some of these people might not have heard it. Oh, I guess you're right. One of these days, though. So we're happy to announce to those of you who don't already know that the Channel Partners Conference and Expo, originally scheduled for earlier this month, is being moved to September 8th through the 11th, still at the Venetian and Sands Expo in Las Vegas. And that's not all, Craig. Check this out. It's now going to be co-located with Channel Partners Evolution. Two incredible shows, one the largest in the first half of the year and in the world, the second the largest in the latter half of the year, under one roof. We've dubbed CPX Go the big show before. It now has the potential to be massive as we bring both the communications and IT crowds, ICT, for those of you out there who know what that means, under one roof for a huge party in Las Vegas. I'm telling you, we're calling it Channel Partners Expolution. We expect that by <laughs> September, the channel crowd will be chomping at the bit to get together again. And hopefully by then we can put this whole COVID-19 thing in the rearview mirror. More details, of course, to come. But just the idea, as we're all stuck at home, or mostly stuck at home, sounds really good right about now. But long before September rolls around, Craig, the channel news and phenomenal interviews on this podcast are going to keep on coming. You happen to be hunkering down this week when I got the team from AppSmart on the line, my friend. So this interview is going to be just as fresh for you as it is for our audience. I'm excited for you to hear it. As I understand it, you really covered a lot with them. From the many master agent acquisitions in the past year to what they're doing in the remote workspace. Certainly a timely topic considering everything that's going on. Not only that, my friend, in addition to co-CEO Dan Sachs, the mastermind behind AppSmart's mission, we got Rene Bergeron, a big name who just came over to AppSmart from Ingram Micro. What? How in the world did we also get Rene? Rene's big time. I think they heard you weren't going to be in on the interview. <laughs> that does make sense, Greg. You know, Dan is one of our channel influencers for 2020, as ID'd by the Channel Partners and Channel Futures editorial teams. And once that interview is done, don't go anywhere, because we've also lined up a chat with one of the hottest companies, not only in the channel, but in technology as a whole. Zoom Video Communications has been exploding as more and more people start working from home. You might say it's a real blockbuster of a podcast, Kevin. And on a related note, in an effort to cheer everyone up a bit in a time of crisis, we're going to offer up another of our Coffee with Craig and Kevin movie trailers. A classic bit that is sure to be the feel-good hit of spring. Or at least encourage our loyal casties to stop listening. One of the two, Craig. True, my friend, true. So without further ado, let's hit him with some app smart. All right, looking forward to welcoming in our first guest for today's podcast. We have Dan Sachs, who is the co-CEO of AppDirect, and Renee Bergeron, who is the Senior Vice President and General Manager with AppSmart. Dan and Renee, how are you? Excellent. Thanks, Craig. Great to be here. Very well. Thank you. It's good to talk well, to you, Craig. Glad to have you both on the show. So I wanted to catch up on sort of the origins of AppDirect and AppSmart. Uh, Dan, maybe we start with you. What was your vision and, and were the acquisitions of uh, multiple traditional master agents part of your original strategy? 
So AppDirect was born out of the Great Recession in 2009. And if you recall, businesses around the world uh, were struggling to keep pace. They were struggling to adopt technology and to access capital. And a lot of uh, the, the founding vision for AppDirect to enable businesses around the world to get access to the technology they needed. And this was the infancy of SaaS. And we believe that software as a service and recurring business models would be the predominant way businesses adopt technology in the future. So therefore, we sought to create the ecosystem that enables people to get access to the recurring technology services that they need to succeed. And, you know, back with that vision in mind, a lot of the, uh, you know, the origin for that was actually that my family uh, had a furniture store in Niagara Falls, Canada, uh, on Main Street, started by my great-grandparents in 1908. And after 100 years in business, we had to shut down the store because we didn't have the access uh, to the technology that would allow us to compete with some of the bigger providers. And that was really the genesis to my perspective of the business. And um, I moved to San Francisco, worked with my co-founder who was looking at uh, cloud technology and adoption for a big management consulting firm. And we put our minds together about how we could enable it. And in the early days, one of the, the stories that I remember is when I was a kid, we had a software bar essentially come take my, my dad, my grandfather out for dinner and articulate the value of technology. And that personal business relationship was something that stood with me. There was a predominant thesis at the time uh, when SaaS emerged that SaaS would just be adopted directly online. We really believed in local trusted providers um, and people in person cultivating these relationships. So we built out AppDirect in mind uh, as a subscription commerce platform that can enable these trusted relationships uh, to deliver the technology services that businesses need. Very cool, very cool. So Dan, the acquisitions of WTG, Telegration, CNSG, they all seem to happen so rapidly. I want to know if M&A is going to continue to be part of your overall strategy and how that's impacting the channel as a whole. You know, we've seen a lot of consolidation among masters and distributors over the past two to three years. But your model really seems to be unique. Definitely. So we're a technology-first business, really thinking about how we can enable businesses to get access to the digital uh, services they need from the people they trust. And we've spent uh, over 10 years with uh, hundreds of engineers investing in a first-class subscription commerce platform that enables all sorts of value add uh, through technology in the cloud. Part of that is a, a digital marketplace, but, but other components include uh, unified management, such as uh, search, single billing, uh, unified identity, to really create differentiation in the space. And uh, when we learned about uh, the master agents, we really saw a master agents as, as a great conduit to the local trusted relationships uh, around the United States and the world. Um, so instead of um, you know, building uh, our, our organic channel from scratch, we realized that these trusted relationships that have been cultivated over 10, 20 years is what we want to leverage. So by uh, acquiring masters, um, it gave us the ability to, to, to essentially bring on these local trusted relationships. And that's really the combination that we believe will be required in order to really digitally transform um, small and medium-sized businesses around uh, and, and enterprises around the world is really enabling those and cultivating those trusted relationships from the masters. So we did uh, do three acquisitions last year, another year before, um, and we do have an active uh, pipeline. Uh, but really the, the core strategy is about how we can get our technology and our partner solutions in the hands of many agents as possible uh, to therefore transform the way businesses operate. So really it's, it's about that technology adoption and, and Renee can speak to that in a little bit as well. 
Absolutely. So, Renee, our audience really knows you well from your years as SVP of Global Cloud at Ingram Micro. What was it about uh, AppDirect and AppSmart that Dan's talking about here that attracted you to your new job? Well, I have to tell you, um, from my first meeting with AppDirect, which was actually a meeting with Dan, um, I was blown away by the breadth of the vision and the ambition of the company. And then spending more time with the team, there were really three key elements that attracted me to join the AppDirect team. It was the catalog, the platform technology, and then the company itself. So, you know, when you think about the catalog, um, we all know that the technology channels are converging because businesses are looking to reduce the number of technology advisors. And that means that to succeed in a digital economy, Technology advisors need a partner that can support them across the spectrum of technology solution, whether it's telecommunication services, software as a service, or infrastructure as a service. And the reality is AppSmart is in a unique position to support technology advisors with the largest catalog composed of both telecommunication services as well as SaaS and IaaS solution. So catalog was a key element for me um, in terms of its breadth. Second element was the platform technology. The reality is the AppSmart marketplace is powered by AppDirect, and AppDirect is by far the leading commerce platform built for the digital economy. And that's important really for two reasons. First, AppDirect is born in the cloud, and its functionality is second to none. But second, AppDirect also comes with the cloud management suite, which is a suite of services like AppHelp, where we provide help desk for our technology advisors and their customers, or App Identity, which is a single identity management platform that a technology advisor can provide to their customers to manage access for all of their application via single sign-on, or App Insight, which is a powerful data and analytics and visualization platform. All of those services included in our cloud management suite are available to our technology advisors and their customers. And I can tell you from having built cloud businesses and help partners for the past 10 years, there's no one on the market today that offers anything as comprehensive as our cloud management suite. And it's really a game changer for our technology advisors and their customers. And then finally, it was really the company. AppDirect is a platform technology company, and technology is really in its DNA. Um, from a, an incredible team of visionary and technology innovators, that means that we think about building for scale from the onset. And that was a very exciting element of what attracted me to AppDirect. Terrific. Now, Renee, you've got a really diverse background in IT and distribution from nearly 10 years at Ingram Micro, but I got to think your experience in the cloud is really going to pay off here. What are your primary goals in your first year with AppSmart? Well, I think the first thing I want to tackle is really to bring together the different elements that exist within the AppSmart business. So, you know, one, it's the leading platform technology and the catalog, as I was mentioning before, but it's how to blend this and marry this with the deep vertical expertise in telecommunication, which came from the recent acquisition. 
and bring this along with a strong internal capability to create bundled digital solutions for technology advisors and their customers. So that's really my focus. And in the short term, I would tell you that, you know, it's really about focusing on what our technology advisors need today. And and that's really bringing to market leading remote workforce solution because our technologies advisors, customers are really struggling with uh, managing in the new norm and they need those remote workforce solutions. So we're basically building bundles that are built on either Microsoft technology or Google technology, and we're partnering with our technology providers to bring together uh, relief pricing for technology advisors. And we're rolling all that to market in webinars that are uh, taking place on Wednesday, March 25th, And these will all be recorded and made available on our website, appsmart.com. Absolutely. With everything the world's going through, remote work has uh, grown in importance, and we're going to see more webinars and other media platforms for sure from many companies across the board. So, Dan, I just wanted to come back to you, sort of a mini earthquake in the channel that uh, AppSmart has (laughs) set off. What's been the partner reaction? Well, I appreciate the question, and I've been grateful and fortunate to meet so many uh, partners that have been longstanding uh, technology advisors through our different uh, master agents, whether it's relationships with CNSG, WTG, Telegration. And the one consistent theme that we see across the board is enthusiasm for what we're doing uh, because it's ultimately helping them drive uh, more effective uh, differentiation to their customers. And in all those chats that I have, there's a few things that really come clear. The first is really the differentiation and breadth of services and portfolio, um, but also the depth of training that we have, not only on uh, each of the solutions as individual solutions, uh, but as they work well together. And that training and enablement enables our technology advisors to have much more of a competitive and consultative uh, breadth of offering to bring uh, to their customers to, to win more. The second common uh, feedback that we get through a group that, uh, of technology advisors that are advising us actually on how we can best create the best technology is just how they're loving the agility in the marketplace technology and back office that we're enabling for them. So, so much enthusiasm around the speed at which we're operating, the speed at which we're bringing new offers to market um, and taking their feedback and being able to iterate. And then the third point to reinforce, which is really just such an exciting thing for me, is the strength of the relationships across the ecosystem. So as I I meet uh, technology advisors around the globe and in the U.S. in particular, just the strength of the relationships that are there and being maintained um, are really what we're focused on. So we want to amplify those relationships um, with our channel managers, uh, with the uh, former uh, owners uh, that have been in our ecosystem, and and really um, drive value to our technology advisors across uh, what Renee said, you know, the the breadth of catalog, uh, the technology, uh, and the people. Sounds like exciting times at AppSmart. I want to thank both of you for joining us uh, during what's no doubt a very busy time for the two of you. It certainly is uh, here at Informa. Definitely. Well, thank Thank you. you, Craig. Amazing stuff there from AppSmart, probably because I wasn't involved in the interview. So great to learn what Dan, Renee, and the team have done with their technology marketplace vision in a relatively short amount of time. No doubt, Kevin. And bringing on someone with the cred of Renee, truly exciting to see what they're doing to shake up the channel. Overall, safe to say that your presence 
was not missed. <laughs> Gee whiz, Craig. Sorry I had to go do some things for my family in the area as Maryland was closing non-essential businesses in addition to securing and helping lock down the rescheduled event we mentioned earlier on this podcast. Oh, now I actually feel a little bad for mocking you. Really? No. all right well enough of your mockery good sir i did want to talk about something important and that is the role that technology is playing in this whole coronavirus crisis yeah i think that some of the ways we do business are going to be changed forever especially the longer this all lasts my friend you and your cohorts over there on the content side of the business have been doing a lot of stories on technology strategy and more that businesses are adopting Probably the obvious is video conferencing, and on a broader scale, unified communications. You know, UC has been among the hottest technologies in the channel for the last few years, really, yet there's still so much opportunity out there for the channel in this area, especially with SMBs, the bread and butter for many in our partner audience. You got that right, and I see that you guys have been doing almost daily stories on channelpartnersonline.com and channelfutures.com. Yeah, obviously COVID-19 is dominating every news cycle, and ours is no different. In addition to the events that have been postponed or outright canceled, many companies have delayed the release of new products and services, instead focusing on what they're doing to help customers and partners during this pandemic. But one area we've seen new products and services is UC, video conferencing, and the like. A lot of the companies in the channel are offering some of their wares for free for a limited time to help their partners and customers get through this crisis. That's right, Kevin. Too many to name here. We've probably touched base with a couple dozen companies throughout telecom and IT over the past couple of weeks since COVID-19 really took off. I would encourage everyone listening to head over to channelpartnersonline.com and channelfutures.com to keep up to date with everything related to coronavirus, technology, and the channel. We'll offer up a link on the landing page of this podcast on Channel Partners Online. It's been hard to ignore the stock market in recent weeks since it's taken such a beating, Craig, and not to take attention away from the major health crisis the country is facing, but some of these UC and conferencing companies have not only weathered the storm, they've already either recovered or even prospered during the past month. It's true, Kevin. One of those companies is Zoom Video Communications, which was poised to make its Channel Partners debut at the Channel Partners Conference and Expo in March until it was postponed. Did I mention those dates, September 8th through the 11th? I'm sure this is the first or second of about 3,000 times we'll say that before the show actually comes around. (laughs) (laughs) But as mentioned earlier, we now look forward to seeing them at the rescheduled event in September. And with that... Wait, wait, you're actually going to hang around to take part in this one? Well, I would have loved to. Uh, You know I love doing these interviews with these people that are much smarter than I am, Craig, but unfortunately... I, again, was nailing things down for this rescheduled event this past week. Mm. All right. I'll let you ride that one for a little while longer, at least. It's understandable, buddy. (laughs) I appreciate it, Craig. Believe me, I do miss these interviews. And to quote my good friend, and without further ado, really pleased to welcome into the coffeehouse Kevin Thompson. Kevin is the leader of Master Agents Channel Sales with Zoom Video Communications. Kevin, how are you today? Greg, thanks for having me on this morning. Really appreciate it. We're big fans of channel partners. Great to hear. We'll be a big fan of Zoom then as well. (laughs) Yeah. So, Kevin, while it makes sense that UC and video conferencing providers might see business spike uh, during this time when so many folks are working from home, it's been surprising just how big that spike has been uh, to many people. You know, Zoom has been featured in many national news reports 
seems to have a lot of buzz around it right now. Why do you think that is maybe compared to some of your competitors? I got to assume this has been a really crazy time. Yeah. So crazy is an understatement, but we're crazy blessed. So if you look at where we came from, you know, founded in 2011 by our CEO, Eric Yuan, and he built the architecture with the end state in mind, but it's it's a video first unified communications platform. Video obviously being the, the most intensive packet out there. So when we built it and that was rock solid and you know that it just works, you know, being tagged from our customers to add chat and now Zoom phone is incredible. So we IPO last year, unbelievable. We're you know, the only real Silicon Valley unicorn that IPO'd last year that was profitable day one. Roll the videotape for to right now. We're a verb. It's crazy. People are saying, hey, Zoom me, like Kleenex or Uber or any of those other large organizations that had such success that they became a verb. We're, yeah. we're experiencing that right now. I mean, we're, we're viral. And um, it's just due to the fact that we just care so much about our customers' happiness. It's at the benchmark of everything that we do. And that's why we're seeing the great success and rollout, but it's just all predicated on that. We're just trying to help. We care. We care about our community. And that's um, really in the DNA of our culture and our company. We're just so freaking happy. Yeah. So you're really new to Zoom just a few weeks, uh, right? After several years yeah. advantage. Yeah. yeah. You certainly landed this new gig at a pretty interesting <laughs> time. How has the whole work from home trend impacted uh, the channel business specifically at Zoom? So we went to market with Solaris, Avant, Telesis, and, uh, and, and Pax8 to start. And that was predicated on you know having international presence, which is a big growth opportunity for not only the channel, but for, for Zoom, which aligns with our strategy. It's been out of control. Avant did our first webinar with all their trusted advisors. They had 400 plus subs with our, myself and our head of Zoom phone, Graham Geddes. Yesterday, Tolaris ran a webinar. We had over 550 subs, which are both record setting for uh, each one of the, you know, the top tier uh, master agents where agents are looking to how can we sell Zoom? How do we engage with Zoom? How do we get paid? And then why is why is everyone talking about Zoom? And um, we have been able to effectively evangelize that value proposition and then create a partner experience with our partner portal and the teams and just the talent we're bringing on to best serve this industry. We don't have a company like Zoom in the traditional channel right now. And what I mean by that is, I mean, we have a 73 net promoter score. That's higher than Apple. Publicly traded organization at the top of Silicon Valley. It was the perfect storm. And the adoption, the enthusiasm and the tailwind that's been created by this launch since March 9th, when we were supposed to be in Vegas with you, has been extraordinary. And because we are a video first organization, it dovetails right into being able to handle a remote workforce capacity because the majority of our Zoom employees are remote. So it's been business as usual for us. It's just the volume and the demand for our products, the training in our people has been um, been very humbling. And we're, we're just honored to, again, serve and help 
as many customers as we can and make them as happy as possible. And uh, again, that's just part of the core DNA of the company. I'm just glad they don't use the net promoter score to measure the Coffee with Craig and Kevin podcast. We probably wouldn't be anywhere near 73. No, 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 not at all. Maybe with you guys on the show, uh, it it would be closer. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, let's dive into the work from home trend a little more, uh, Kevin. I've been doing it now for 11 years, so it's second nature to me. Of course, that certainly hasn't been the case for most people, at least until now. So peering into your crystal ball a little bit, Do you think this is a trend that's really going to stick even after we put coronavirus in the rearview mirror? Fantastic question, Craig. So this is without a doubt an inflection point in not only humanity, but modern tech. You look back at all the different events in history, whether it be the world wars, pandemics, recessions, these events always catapulted change. This one's very unique because we had to accelerate that total addressable market, which IDC and Gartner's, it's around like $44, $45 billion over the next three years. That was the total addressable market. That's been accelerated to right now. Companies are starting to actually see, because they were forced to, that you can be as productive, if not more productive, with a distributed workforce. Industries are going to change. I mean, I look at the recruiting industry. They don't have to have the fancy downtown office anymore because they just leverage cloud-based video to do everything. I would say training centers, e-learning, going to change. Unfortunately, there's going to be some industries that do have a very hard time coming back from this. But as far as the cloud is concerned, software as a service, I think Our growth has been accelerated dramatically by this event. And now it is, um, from a capacity perspective, which organizations, which companies out there are going to be the best fit for a true unified workforce and distributed workforce. And that's where we just absolutely love our poker hand because we were built for the one billion knowledge workers one day to be on Zoom. We just didn't foresee that in March 2020 that half the world would be on our platform, but we have the auto scaling capabilities to do so. So long-winded answer to say it's here to stay. I think now just everyone's been forced to work from home. They can see the outcomes and a lot of people are doing great business today having been at home. Minus the kids and the dogs running in your video. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you on that. Well, Kevin, first of all, that's a great point about uh, major world events uh, changing how we work and and live. Certainly uh, technology in this case gives us an opportunity to take advantage of what's uh, obviously not very good situation and and sort of propel us into the future. Uh, You know, one of the things obviously that changed was the Channel Partners Conference and Expo. We've been talking about it in this podcast. We had to postpone it from March. Uh, now to September, um, you guys were set to make your channel partners debut. Instead, we will look forward to seeing you in Vegas in September. Uh, so what will be your key message for prospective partners who stop by your booth? Channel happiness. It's short and sweet. There's a lot that goes in between that. And it's we've had a lot of people register to be a sub-agent of Zoom. And they're going to have their first deal with us. And they're going to see how happy their customers are and what that partner experience is like. So I suspect 
and hope that on that Vegas show, I could pull up any partner out of the crowd as a testament of what was your experience like. So I think Zoom's going to be a trending name at the show. We're so blessed that uh, we partner with you, uh, you know, channel partners, and how fast you guys turn this around, how how you handled you know, the, the March closing of your event. And it just shows that, you know, the thought leadership on your end, how well you guys are, are handling this crisis, but you're still committed to putting on a world-class event for our industry, which so many folks look forward to. So I got to tip my cap to you guys. And yeah, we're just, you know, we're all about channel happiness, customer happiness. That's, that's it. It's simple, but hard to do. But at the end of the day, it's all about that. And as my partner in crime, Kevin Morris, would say for those kind words, the $5 check is in the mail. Appreciate it, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I do appreciate your time today and your support of, of our event coming up as well. And it's great uh, to see your enthusiasm and great to hear about what's happening at Zoom. Uh, it's a channel success story, and uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. Greg, couldn't appreciate it anymore. Um, let me know if you need anything, and we look forward to seeing you out in Vegas. All right, Kevin. Thanks for your time. Great convo there with the other Kevin from Zoom, Kevin. Definitely an interesting take on working from home and how the phenomenon, if you will, could last well beyond the current crisis. Something like a phenomenon. The only concern I have is the increasing pressure for me to actually go on video during some of our telemeetings. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> no, that's true. At least I've got my buddy Digi here sitting next to me to keep me company. <laughs> I have Susie snoring next to me. Susie the dog, that is. Ah, uh, yeah. So Digi's pretty quiet, our digital services robot mascot, except for when he's upset with you. Digi! <laughs> Which is often. Well, it was great to have Zoom on the show, Kevin, because it actually creates a segue of sorts. To the aforementioned movie trailer, Craig? How so? Well, you could expect to see Zoom on the screen every once in a while in the old Batman series, Kevin. Wow, wow. Let me stop you right there, Craig. I can see this is going to be a terrible segue, perhaps even worse than your average Kevin's whimsical industry metaphor. Now, hear me out. We all miss going to the movies, especially those blockbuster superhero movies. So Zoom equals Batman equals superhero movie equals Craig and Kevin movie trailer. I have a feeling this idea should have stayed in the trailer. <laughs> Are you ready, buddy? I can't promise there will be 20 sequels like in the Marvel franchise. And as the Joker said in The Dark Knight, and here we go. An uncertain world needs heroes. But in 2016, they merely began as two simple, humble gents with an idea. Hey, Kevin, do you think we should start a podcast? <laughs> Seriously? No, man. I'm busy. Ah, uh, okay. Yet persistence pays off when you work with someone who has short-term memory. Hey, Kevin, do you think we should start a podcast? You never know when the world might need it. Sure. Why wouldn't we, Craig? And so Coffee with Craig and Kevin was born. Hey, Craig. What is this? It looks like some sort of cape or something. Do I really have to wear this on the podcast? We're not even on video. It would really help set the scene, Kevin. And the mask? Seriously? This has got to be the weirdest superhero origin story ever. 
Not unlike many crime fighter stories, there would be some inner conflict before our heroes would join forces in the fight against evil. Craig, I think it's time to talk about the marquee again. I mean, it's been coffee with Craig and Kevin for four years now. How about we switch it up? Let's make it, uh, for instance, channeled eggs with Kevin and Craig for a while. Let me think about that. That'd be a big no. You little! But then came the day when the channel, the industry, and civilization as a whole faced an imminent threat. I know we can do this, Craig. We can bring our casties together for some good humor to give them the escape they need. I've been doing that for a while. Are you going to start being funny now? Zoinks, bro. But our hero's arch nemesis wouldn't go away. It would take more than a few laughs to bring it to its knees. I've called upon all our superhero friends in the channel to combine their forces to win this battle once and for all. That's the only way to do it. Great podcast guests, great channel conversation, and we'll all get through this together. Coffee with Craig and Kevin, Age of the Podcast. In no theaters anytime ever. Wow, Craig, that is an origin story that really needed to be told. Well, and we did it without some of the typical superhero movie cliches, like a doppelganger villain, an older character who offers advice. Mindless, although that could be you, Craig, mindless henchmen and meddling with scientific forces. We did indeed, Kevin, which is surprising considering how many cliches and phrases we repeat constantly on this podcast. As I understand it. Rectangle of mediocrity. Wow, Craig, that was some outstanding stuff. How does it tie in? You sound like a real nerd. Now I'm going off on a rant. Our guests are the meat to our stale bread. And as I understand it, we hope this silly little fake movie trailer can help take your mind off some of what's going on in the world right now. Craig, who figured you and I would be a bastion of hope for the universe? I certainly didn't, Kevin. And to be honest, I still don't. One more thing. Yeah, yeah. You could tell you definitely wrote some of this because there's no way I'd ever think of the word bastion. <laughs> <laughs> Our secrets revealed. For sure. And we don't just come up with movie trailers on the fly, unfortunately. They do take some work. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. If you'd like to check out the archive of Coffee with Craig and Kevin, just go to Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, type Channel Partners Online in the search bar. Of course, you can always find us on the flagship channelpartnersonline.com. Thanks so much for joining us. We're looking forward to seeing you next time. To infinity and beyond! I need a hero.